podcast. It's been a massive week for the podcast. Me and Ashley got the chance to meet Toby, Manny and Jed uh, at Crawley. Uh, we got a great video out of it, nice little interview. Uh, but we would like to say thank you for all the uh, amazing support. We've gained a lot of followers, a lot of subscribers. That video got a lot of views. So yeah, th thank you all for that. Um, if you haven't checked out the video already, go check it out. But let's get on with the podcast, shall we? Uh, obviously, I am Jordan. I am joined by Ashley and Isaac, as always. And let's get started. So, boys, we are starting today's episode with a, a bit of a different uh, section, I guess. Uh, I've seen a lot of these on TikToks. On TikToks? On TikTok. Uh, so, we're going to do a five-a-side draft. So, we have a couple of rules for this. Uh, remember, five players create the best possible five-a-side draft. We're doing Premier League only current players only that's an important one can't can't be picking like Rooney Van Nesroy or, or, someone, or someone who's just out there who yeah used to play, like. um, also no picking players from the same team so if you pick a player from Leeds you can't pick another player from Leeds for example why don't you pick a player from yeah, Leeds yeah that's a regular that's a regular, just, irregular example I just put that's the first thing someone that came into my head new really rule, no rate, Leeds players someone really rates Sarmiento <laughs> not so Sarmiento mm. uh, so that is the rules of the draft. Let's spin the wheel, shall we? This is going to decide the order or the order of events. Show, show them who who picks who picks first. So oh with the with the first pick of the TFQ draft. No, I, I made a, I made a stupid error. We have Ashley first. Ashley, you're getting first pick. Congratulations. Just pick anyone. Uh, we'll, we'll decide the the rest of the order first okay. so actually you will start and then second pick will go to Wait. looks like Isaac it's Isaac so the draft order is Ashley Isaac then me so l let's get started shall we uh, Ashley who are you picking first I think it's between two players you go with first and I, I'm struggling to decide between De Bruyne and Herling Haaland and I just think that I would rather, oh no, I'd rather Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, I'm going De Bruyne. Okay, first pick Yeah. Thing, Ashley. The thing is with this, is it's a question of do you just go with the five best players that are possible or do you go with the best team that could play five or so? And I'm gonna, and I think with KDB that kind of works. Yeah. With my top pick, the thing is like, if I'm gonna go five or side, who is the best in this position who is capable of five side? And I'm going to go with Edison. Edison? Edison. I think, uh, I think if you go on a keeper who can play quick touch football and, you know what, shot stopping in a five side goal. Yeah. You missed an opportunity there. Massive. I don't think it's a missed opportunity because, you know what, people will go for the obvious players at the Manchester Cities and whatnot. And I don't think Haaland in five side would be that much, would be maybe as good as Neither. he is on, on 11 side. I agree with that, but I just think of all the players you could pick, you went with a goalkeeper. I'm an interesting sure. fellow. You know? Right, my pick. Um, I will admit I was going to go for Kevin De Bruyne for my first pick, uh, but oh, instead yeah. I am going to take Erling Haaland for for my first pick uh, in in the draft. So I'm going Erling Haaland as my first pick. My next pick. Peak. <laughs> my next pick kind of replicates. You know, we all played FIFA Street, right? Yeah. yeah. We need some flair on the ball. We need someone who can dribble past players. Now, yeah. I'm thinking Anthony. I'm thinking Sterling. I'm thinking. Sancho, and I'm going to go with, because I feel like you just need a Brazilian there, I'm going to go with Anthony. Anthony? Yeah. Interesting. Mm. That is an 
interesting selection. That's an interesting selection, and you got me thinking with Brazilians there. And obviously, you got to figure out your kind of formation. You got a goalkeeper. Oh, no. Do you play two midfielders, one attacker? I think you got to get some good midfielders in there. So I'm going to nick a Brazilian, and I'm going to go with Bruno Guimarães. Interesting again. When Casemiro is on the table. Have you seen him recently? Yeah, and a Newcastle pick that always helps. That very get, get yeah, that I think team that's the best the Newcastle pick there is. Um, for me, I am going to go for. I'm going to go for Miguel Almiron as as my pick. I'm motivated that. Okay, okay. As my next pick, yeah. Fair enough. Right, my next pick. I need someone versatile. I'm playing multiple positions across the back line. Maybe step into midfield and go and Ben White. Interesting. Good I, pick. I really Good pick. wanted to go Ben White. Uh, I was I was I was banking on Ben White. And now Ben White's gone, I'm not gonna I'm gonna leave defence late because he mm. was he was what I really wanted. So I might just complete my midfield and obviously I wanna get an Arsenal pick in there. The question is, do I go for attack or defence? or midfield, do I go Gabriel Jesus or do I go for Martin Odegaard? And I think I'm going to go I'm going to go up front. I'm going to go Gabby Jesus. I think he'd be amazing in a five-a-side yeah, team. Yeah, so do I. So do Tidy, I. can barely lose the ball, hold up, play amazing. Fair. And fair. you know what? It'll be easy to finish when he's four yards out. So. Interesting. Uh, for mine, I'm going to get my goalkeeper out of the way. And I'm going to go my Arsenal pick. I'm going to Aaron Ramsdale as my goalkeeper. Would also be good on five-a-side, surely. Uh, yeah, Ramsdale. I'm going to go Jose Sarr and go... Good pick. That's that's an interesting pick. We've got I very good keepers. I didn't feel like you would pull that out of the bag there. Oh, oh, but fair play. The thing is, really, if you left keeper last, you'd get good keepers. Yeah. I, but I you, know, you went first. Yes. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I've got a, I'm putting together a nice little side here. Okay. Uh, your fourth pick is my fourth pick. So I've got one midfielder, one defender left. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, it depends you can, you can on do what whatever. I want to do. Whatever I, I, I'd you want. go to, to midfield, defence. Um, Thinking what I can do, I've used C, I've used Arsenal, haven't I? Yeah. Oh, I am going to put in my next midfielder, I'm going to put in a Spaniard because they'll be good at this. I'm going to go Thiago. Good pick, good pick. I like that. He's Spanish. Yeah. He's of course he's good at five sides. Uh, my next pick, so I've got Man City, I've got Newcastle and I've got Arsenal. My next pick, I am going to go for... Lissandro Martinez. Oh, Lissandro well, Martinez. That's a very good one. My Man United pick. Lissandro Martinez. Um, Your last pick. I'm in, I'm in decision here because, you know, I regret not going with Gabby Jesus because I actually think he's the perfect player for five side. I even need right now, I need an out and out striker or I need someone who can do a bit of everything. Mm -hmm. I was thinking Kovacic. I was thinking Thiago. Um, I just didn't really know who to go with. Maybe Bruno Fernandes. I can't go Bruno Fernandes. I've got Anthony. But I'm going to go with N'Golo Kante. Okay. He can do a bit of everything, right? Yeah. Uh, in, in one instance, he can have like Ben White. In the other instance, instance he's banging them top ends. So. Isaac. Thinking of that final defender, because I wanted Ben White so much, because he's so versatile, he'd be amazing in five-a-side. One-touch yeah. football, perfect. I can't go with any Arsenal defenders, which is annoying, because they're the defenders I rate the most in the league, for obvious reasons. Um, and the thing is, you naturally think of a big six. I can't think of big six. Really, I don't really rate a lot of the big six defenders. And Martinez is a very good pick. I've just thought of such a good player. I, Amazing player. I can't go Newcastle, so I can't go Dan Byrne, which would be perfect. 
Uh, ah, oh, I know. I'm going to go with Joachim Anderson. Good pick. Okay. I think that's a very good oh, pick. Go uh, my final pick, uh, I've got my defender, I've got a midfielder, I've got a striker, I've got a goalkeeper. I'm going to get another player in midfield. Um, I, I could regret this on a, on a, a five-a-side pitch because I think it's quite a, an attacking pick. I'm going for a player that you rated very highly this season, James Madison. I'm going James Madison as my final Selection. I just, I just thought of a player, but that it would literally. I think all three of us are going to be gutted that we, we didn't think of Shao Cancelo. Yeah, been phenomenal for this. But I, I, think I picked that. my city pick early. Yeah. yeah, I think in my head I yeah. was thinking of the obvious one, KDB, and once that went, I went, oh, what's the point in City? Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's let's go through our side before we yeah. move on. Move on. Ashley, you have Jose Sarr, you have Kevin De Bruyne, Ben White, Anthony, and Kante. Isaac, <laughs> you have Edison, Bruno Gomes, Jesus. Tiago and Anderson, yeah. and I have Erling Haaland, Almiron, Ramsdale, Martinez, and Madison. I think we've all got very good sides. Very uh, nice. Let us know what you think. Uh, who do you think has the best five-side draft? Uh, let's talk about some of the results from the weekend. We've only got a couple of games to, to talk about, and I think we're going to start with Manchester City versus Fulham. Man City coming away 2-1 winners, and there's only really one thing we need to talk about from this game, I think. And that is the penalty penalty decision. Isaac, thoughts? It's 100% not a penalty. I think it's a disgraceful decision. And um, I think refereeing this weekend, I say this weekend, it's, it's awful every weekend. I'm not going to hide my opinions. You know, I'm going to be honest. I think refereeing is a, the standard refereeing in this country is, is awful. And you see the inconsistencies between the City game. For example, early on in the game, they get the penalty wrong. In the first, It's a penalty, but they send off Cancelo and it mm -hmm. probably shouldn't be given a red. And then the exact same fouls committed in the Tottenham game, no penalty. And may I mention, the person on VAR was the same in both games. And then the penalty at the end, <coughs> I'm sorry, but how you... Uh, you saw it in real time and you thought, penalty straight away. Yeah. But then you see the replay and you realise he gets barely any contact, has a think, steps down and goes, actually, <laughs> it's the 95th minute, and goes down. Which is weird, because it's Kevin Bruyne. I reckon if he just shot, yeah, it probably would have gone <laughs> in, yeah. could have gone in. But he steady falls to his floor, and falls to the floor, and it's just, I think it's disgraceful. I think he should be booked for diving. It's I, awful. I completely agree with you. If we, when we were just looking at the replay there, mm. I thought that the player left his foot out, right? Yeah, yeah. Kevin De Bruyne, and he kind of, you know, he left it hanging, and he's clipped his ankle, and in that case, penalty. Yeah. The foot wasn't even out. <laughs> it was just like this, and he's kind of just scraped the back of his yeah, ankle. Yeah, he's felt it, and then you can see, if you slide down, you can almost see his brain ticking going, like, oh, yeah. I can get a penalty now. Right. De Bruyne steps away, as you said, and then goes, oh my God, and flips onto the floor. It's Terrific, and to be fair, in the past I haven't really cared about this because you know Man City are 20 points away from Arsenal. It doesn't really affect us. No, now that could have been a massive, massive moment. Arsenal could have been five point, no, four points clear of City by the end of that game, and yeah, it's a disgrace. Um, yeah, I mean, I think as well the media's not really talked about it. That's my biggest annoyance. The media's mm. gone, oh well, De Bruyne was clever. I'm like. If, if that's not De Bruyne, if that's not City, let's say that's I'm Gabriel sure Sterling. Jesus. Do you remember Jesus won his penalty against Liverpool? I'd say that's the almost identical amount of contact. And the whole week it was Arsenal got really lucky with referee decisions against Liverpool. Imagine it was Sterling. Sterling would oh, be Oh, he'd pounded. be absolutely abused. Sterling would have to migrate to another country right now. It'd, it'd yeah. be horrific. But because it's De Bruyne, completely different story. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that was really the major point of the game. Obviously, Cancelo got sent off, yeah. and that's a bit questionable as well. But we we won't go into that too much. We'll go on to a, another game. Uh, your game, Chelsea versus Arsenal. Arsenal coming away with a one nil win. Ashley, thoughts on the game? It's our first big six away win of the season. An absolutely insane win because, you know, Man City put the pressure on Saturday. They got that win over Fulham somehow. Anyway, we came back and we had to beat Chelsea. We've got a good record at Stamford Bridge in the past and we proved it again. We've won there three times in a row now. I, I, think, I think we deserve the game, if I'm honest. I, th I think we completely deserve the game. What I do you think? I mean, in my opinion, uh, we've obviously, we've now won there three years in a row. First time we've done that since 1974. Yep. Like, it's amazing to see what we're doing there because our record against Chelsea used to be ter terrible. Like, just after Ancelotti left, when they were, you know, had... Um, just after the Champions League win, it just felt like we could not beat them. And then we got the win against Conte in 2017, and we started beating them regularly every year at home. And then it was, can we win at the bridge? And now to get three in a row is amazing. And out of those three games, this is the one we've dominated the most. We didn't give them a kick. I mean, 1-0 does not show the score, the real pattern of play. Like, we controlled the game. And you, you can say it's probably due to injuries. They were missing some of their favourable players. No Chilwell. Kovacic didn't start. Kante didn't start. But we were all over them. And I think the commentators mentioned it. There were moments in the game where Party and Jackal would get the ball and they would turn around as if like they're surprised no one's pressing them. They were like, oh God, I've got so much time on the ball to pick a pass. And there were a lot of opportunities for Arsenal for us, for us to score and, and we didn't. And it was a scrappy goal. Poor defending. Shocking defending. But it, it's a massively deserved win. And now we've played four of the other five in the big six the other one being Man City. We've played four of them, two away, two at home, three wins, one loss. If you offer me at the start of the season, I'd take it. That's title winning numbers. That, those are title winning numbers. If you win, I mean, realistically, if we keep that up, three out of four, we'll win. We'll, 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 we'll lose one more game this season. Yeah, we'll lose well, one more. Maybe, one more maybe of the, two more. Well, yeah, maybe one or two. Aside from City. Yeah, let's say we lose City away and we win the rest. Mm -hmm. It has put us in, in an incredible position, an unbelievable position. We played 13, won 11, drawn one, and lost one. That is un unheard of records for Arsenal for the last six, seven years. I mean, it's, it's outrageous. And yeah. we're one, we're one game away now from the World Cup. One game away to Wolves. A very winnable game. They did, they did kind of. No, they didn't play well against Brighton. Brighton <laughs> got the win in the end. But yeah. Wolves is a tricky place to go. But I think we're, we're clear favourites at the moment. We beat, we won there last season. We've we beat a, them at the Emirates as well. We yeah. were there. What a, what a match. I mean, both of those games were really tight for. And I think it's a tough. I mean. It depends what happens this week, whether or not they get a manager in in time, because mm. I think obviously they're still looking for that. And if they get that man in, it could be a tough, you know, manager bounce kind of game. Hoping that doesn't happen, and they're still kind of in that mm. kind of limbo, and, and we can take full advantage because realistically, every team, what every team's looking for right now is to get that final win over the line to kind of make that World Cup gap. You know, you're, you're on in a good position. I think. Like if you're, I think most teams are going to look at it in a different way and just look at it as a gap to kind of go on. If you're on bad form, thank God you're not playing for a month. If you're on mm -hmm. good form, end on a high. Like, just just one more thing as well. I know <coughs> we're waffling on about this, but it's a bloody good week for Arsenal yeah. fans, right? Realistically, yeah. you know, we're going to get into it. But the United result, the Tottenham result, the the, the Arsenal's own result as well. It's we're, we're on such a high at the moment. If only the referees could have actually not given that mm. City pen, then we'd be in heaven right now. Because if if City didn't win that game. It would be guaranteed right now we'd be going into Christmas, top of the league. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And do you know what they say about teams that are top of the league at Christmas, Jordan? 
We've defied that though. We've been one of the only teams that have actually been top of the league at Christmas and then not yeah, won no, the league. <laughs> However, no. But Gabriel Magalis, the, the goal scorer of the match as well, he put up on his social media. Magalish. 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 I never attempt to say his second <laughs> it, it, that name, but yeah, no, I it's in Portuguese. It was, it was brave of me. Anyway, he put on his on his Twitter on his on his social media. North London, no, not North London. London is red, and it's nothing personal. And I think that is literally that is the that is the the truest that statement has been for the last 10 years. Mm. We're, we're dominating the London teams at the moment. We're clear of Tottenham, obviously clear of Chelsea. It's, it's unreal. And one more thing, what made it even better, Aubameyang only touched the, eight, the ball eight times and yeah. literally did nothing. Eight times? Game. I heard it was four. No, four in each half. There you go then. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably, somewhat worse. And one of them was kick-off. Yeah. Get out of our club, get out of he our didn't get to, He <laughs> didn't get to do the second kick-off because he got subbed off when we scored. Just... Hang it in the Louvre. It's beautiful. Let's move on. Uh, I was going to do a little smooth transition in the middle of that, and uh, you guys kept talking about oh, it. Sorry. Um, so you referenced a, a little thing uh, that we we can nicely lead on to, and that is a manager bounce. Because who came in? None other than Unai Emery to, to ruin my weekend. Uh, Aston Villa beating Manchester United 3-1. Ah, oh, just... Uh, I'm so happy for my man. I'm so happy I for actually, you know what, like... I think with the whole Arsenal thing, because obviously we know him, I think it just was wrong manager, wrong time at wrong club. Like, sometimes that's just not a right fit. And... Didn't he finish think, at Arsenal the way that he has done with PSG and Sevilla as well? Or I definitely think, PSG? Well, no, I think, with, I think with PSG and Arsenal, it was just like, I don't think he can deal... He's a manager for those bigger clubs. And... Also, it was bound to fail to be the first manager after Wenger. I think if you put on Arteta position, he, we don't get where we are now. We needed someone to fall first, mm. to lower the standards, yeah. to let someone build. And now he's there, and he's done so well with other clubs. And, you know, it's, it's nice to have a smile on his face in English football. Yeah, I saw the post-match interview. I don't think his English has improved since. No. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I don't know if he expected to get another job in England, but... Well, whilst he's been in England, he's now played Manchester United four times, and he's not—he's not been defeated in any mm. of those occasions. He's, yeah. he's lost in the FA Cup to them. He's lost in the FA Cup to them. <laughs> well, thank you for Telegraph for that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> not lost in the league. Not lost in the league, and also he, Villa Park ended a 27-year run of not being able to yeah. beat United. It's at Villa insane. Park. The, thing, yeah. the thing that's insane is I said this to John. I went, Hon, so they haven't beaten you at Villa Park in the last 27 years. I could swear they've beaten you at Old Trafford since then. You went, mm -hmm. yeah, I think they have. And I went, wow. so are they worse at Villa Park? But <laughs> yeah. let's let's talk about the game a little bit. Um, obviously, they they take the lead fairly early on. Good goal, poor defending. Uh, the second goal, it's a free kick. Got to put your hands up and go. Oh, if you score a free kick, you just. Ten Hag said it was stoppable. Ten Hag thinks the should stop. I mean, it's no, not the The wall, the wall should have done that. Oh, yeah, probably. But then again, when you score a free kick in a game, it's sort of just like you got to hold your hands up and go. Fair play. Uh, and then we had a bit of hope. Own goal. Uh, I, at first, I did think Luke Shaw uh, had it on target, and then the deflection took it in, but. It's on upon replay, it's definitely going wide. It, he's just lashed it. It's like it's so harsh on Villa because it's just there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then uh, they make it three-one just after half time, um, and a very good goal, but some poor defending again. And it was it was very reminiscent of a performance to the Brentford game earlier in the season because Man United were just poor throughout. Um, definitely not a good performance, but. 
one of those ones where you sort of have to move on. And this the top four race is where we're at at the minute. And uh, I mean, on that performance, it looks less and less likely that we'll make top four. So uh, well, we'll go into it later. But you know, considering the Tottenham result, that was your chance to go yeah. and point to them as well. Mm -hmm. You've now got four losses this season. You're a minus one goal difference, mm -hmm. and you've lost nine away games in the Premier League in 2022. And considering you went on that massive run, yeah, it's not being able to lose you know, away, away games. games. Yeah, you, you're now in amazing style. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's just poor, really. Um, I'm sure Man United will kick on at some point, but uh, yeah, disappointing result. For now, you're awful. Sorry. No, no, that that was all I was going to say. What were you going to say? I said for now, you're awful. Oh, oh yeah. For now, we we are awful. I don't I don't want to attack them too much, you know, because you know. Tenog is a good manager. Football, it's annoying. Football can change very quickly, and I'm aware of that. And I don't want to go on my high horse or anything and say anything because for all I know, moment, mate. for all moment. I know, we might get sucked down and we might bottle it and we might end up finishing fourth and they might finish in third. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I don't want to jinx anything, and by that I mean I fancy our chances and I don't want to spoil it. So, next up, Tottenham-Liverpool, the final game that we'll be talking about, Liverpool coming away 2-1 victors. Thoughts on the game? Salah is, is kind of back to his best, really, nine goals in eight games. Eric Dyer, awful though. Oh, yep. Yep. The thing awful. Is, Eric Dyer's always awful. I think people are <laughs> noticing a pattern. That obviously, Tottenham are having a lot of comebacks recently, but we've got to look into why. The reason is they start games awful. And I think Conte needs to realise he's the problem. He's setting his teams out super defensively. They play awful in the first half, get attacked, concede goals, and then second half, he's like, come on boys, we've got to come back and attack. I'm like, how about you start the game like that? Because they dominated the second half, Tottenham. And they got their goal as soon as Kulusevski came on. And obviously, they've missed him throughout the season. And, you know, you can see the second he comes on, he's so direct, creates a chance goal. No one's done that for them. Um, but you look at the way they set up a back three with wing-backs, with three DMs, and Perisic is partnering Kane up front. Where does Perisic play for Tottenham? Wing-back. That is the most offensive lineup I've seen in the history of football. And I've watched Burnley play live, you know? Like, it's just, and that's 2015 Burnley. Like, but it's just such, it's so obvious to the naked eye what's going wrong there. Because I'm not going to have a go at the Tottenham players. It's just, you're being set up so defensive and you're going up against a team like Liverpool. You know, you're just going to, you can't just suck in that pressure for all that time. You see the first goal, clinical, and the second goal. So, what, oh, it's so good being defensive when your defender is going to head it Salah and put him through on goal, but... I mean, they played well in the second half, but if you want to win those big games, you can't play defensive. And that's what I've said. The way they're playing isn't sustainable against the big teams. Absolutely. I, the, the managerial style that Conte's kind of taken up at the moment is kind of reminds me of Unai Emery when we went on that kind of small unbeaten record. And it was kind of it like... Wasn't, we weren't we're playing, playing well in that. No, no. We were literally looking at the opposition and going, how can we just, you know... Stop you. Stop your strengths and then maybe nick a goal, you know, from a Bamiang or something like that. And it's, it doesn't work. Since that United game against Spurs, they just look like they've gone on a, a downhill run. They lost yeah. against you, they lost against Newcastle, almost lost to Bournemouth, and now they've lost to, to Liverpool. And they were actually kind of getting close to City and Arsenal. They were challenging mm -hmm. for it, you know, and they did seem a little bit intimidating. Yeah. Because, you know, they do have really, like, in world class players. If Kane and Son are firing with, with Kuliskeski and, and Perisic is doing well for them, like, they're going to they're gonna play well. But, yeah, at the moment, yeah against Liverpool I just don't think they uh, yeah from the off they didn't show that they were going to win that match I think Eric Dyer's mistake it's, could it's be it's awful it's absolutely awful and I've seen Tottenham fans mention that his name in comparison to Ben White don't that's blasphemy I'm sorry but, but Eric Dyer is lucky to have got a recent call up in the England squad 
he's, he's gone years without a call-up. And he might end up in the squad. He's got to go to the World Cup. He should, he, in my eyes, it's a questionable thing because we've got a lot of good, well, good better players than him. I think Maguire's ahead of him. We are going to move on to that now, in fact. Uh, and let's talk about our England squad. Does Eric Dyer make the squad? That's the real question. But let's, let's go into it. We're going to uh, do our 26-man squad. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's in three days' time or two days' time or whenever Before you're watching Before the next it. episode it's, is recorded, basically. It's on the 10th of November that Gareth Southgate named his World Cup squad. So I think it's about time that we make ours. Let's set up a like general rule. We're just doing our 26-man squad. Um, obviously, we have to keep realistic. Don't we're not going to pick Ben Chilwell because he's not going to go. Yeah. You know, he's injured and stuff. Uh, so yeah, let, let's just go into it. Are we saying let's start with goalkeepers and got, three goalkeepers? Three goalkeepers. Three goalkeepers. Absolutely. Um, I assume we're all in agreement with this one. Let's all say one. Right. Three, two, one. I'll say your starting goalkeeper. Right. Who's first on the list? Not what we're no, doing. Our starting eleven. Th- you say one. I'll, we know yeah. it's three. I'll, I'll say the the starting goalkeeper in my opinion, John Pickford. Yeah, mine's Pickford too. Pickford. Yeah. Pickford. Then naturally. The other, okay, to be quick, let's be honest. The other two, we know who the other two are. It's Aaron right. Ramsdale and Nick, Nick Pope. Hundred percent. Dean Dean Henderson. Dean Henderson's close. had a good season, but Pope has been unreal this season, and he's had recent call-ups. Yeah. And he's not going to be dropped. Yeah, Dean, Dean Henderson might be a little bit unlucky, but um, yeah, he's not going to make it out uh, into the squad. And who's, who's ahead of Nick Pope, though? I mean, who's below Pickford? Is Ramsdale ahead of Ramsdale. Pope? Ramsdale. Yeah, Ramsdale, I, I agree. Only because, I mean, Nick Pope kind of... You know, put he, it Nick Pope doesn't fit the way we play. In, I mean, in the last, in the last uh, international break, it, his weaknesses were kind of fully understood. Well, he, he made mm-hmm. a massive mistake against Germany that cost mm-hmm. us a win. His distribution isn't on par with Ramsdale. So they are our goalkeepers, nice and easy. Let's move on to the defence. Left back. Left backs. This this is a tight one because we're we're lacking in numbers in left back. So let's just get the main one out of the way. The starting left back will probably be Luke Shaw. It's yeah, it's kind of inevitable. But then and then after Luke Shaw, because ruling agreement with Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw. Is it Trippier? Because Trippier played left wing back in the Euros and he was great. He's brilliant. I'll be honest. I think Trippier yeah. starts in another position. <laughs> Thing, the, uh, well, that, let's, let's discuss the full-backs now because the right-backs and left-backs yeah. are I think we have to interchange them, basically. Exactly. So, so tri- Trippier, Trippier gets in the squad. Tri- 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 Trippier in at right-backs, right, that's okay. five men now. Trippier certainly gets in the squad. He's had an unreal season so far. So it w- And it wouldn't surprise me if he does start, to be perfectly honest. I'd like Trippier to start. I think he's, I think he's brilliant. And I, I don't know, because at, at Spurs, they don't realise. I didn't realise he was this talented. But yeah, no. fair play to him. He's won the La Liga. He's revitalised Newcastle. And he he's playing out of his skin. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the best FPL picks I've ever made in my life. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Any other, other right left back, back picks? Like genuinely, back. Like, like a solid left back because we've I mean, got. <laughs> genuinely, you I struggle don't know. to think. Yeah. To the point where, I feel like this may happen. I feel like knowing Southgate, he may call up Tyrone Mings as a left back. To be honest, it's going to be a wing back, isn't it? I think Tyrone Mings is a shout, but I also think knowing Gareth Southgate. No, hear me out. Matt Target. No, but knowing Gareth Southgate, he'll. He'll call up a certain player in an attacking sense, but play him in a defensive sense, and that's Bakaya Saka. I can see it happening. Yeah, Saka. As much as I think he needs to be in England squad, I don't think he. he, I don't think he gets in the front three. I think he hundred percent does. I think he starts easily for England. We'll we'll get onto that. We'll get onto that. We'll get onto that. Easily starts for England. Let's let's talk more about right backs. Do we bring Trent? 
because I think Trent has to go. I mean, with the lack of numbers, I don't think Trent. I think with the lack of the numbers, lack of numbers, I think it's to. inevitable he comes. Yeah, really. Yeah. Is Walker injured? What's going on with Walker? Walker's is injured. Right? Stone is injured. Is he out? James. Is Carl Walker out? I think Carl Walker is out. I mean, that's that's even worse for the England squad if Carl Walker's out because Carl Walker is is a very all-round player. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think Trent, although he's had a bad season and a poor start to the season or whatever. I think he naturally gets in, but is is Carl Walker fully out? Yeah, he's, he's fully out. Walker and Rhys James are out of the World Cup, so I think it's inevitable that Trent goes. Yeah. Another name, like, which I think is also injured, I'm not 100 percent sure on, is Carl Walker Peters. I think he. What might about be. Ben White? Is he a right back? Is he a centre back? What's going on? I with think it, I think he'll come up as a right back. I, I think but a wing back. But Gareth Southgate is playing with wing backs. We've got, we've got He's not always playing with wing backs. He interchanges them sometimes. Yeah, but ultimately you need someone who's bombing up and down that touchline system. Ben Defend- White can do that. Defenders in general, Ben White will, will make the squad. Ben White I think. Has, with the amount of injuries we have, if Ben White doesn't make the squad, I think it exposes Gareth Southgate as lacking football knowledge. Because Ben White, I'll be honest, is I think England's most technically gifted defender. 100%. I would also agree that on par with Carl Walker. I think on par with John Stones, I think. And actually, when Trent's on his A game, I think Trent's, Trent's up there as well. No, I, I think he's a defender. Yeah, defensively. <laughs> but he's but not, he can't was. defend. I, I will never call him a defender. He's a midfielder playing right back. Let's go into some centre backs because I think um, we can rack off a few more. Harry Maguire, yeah. whether he gets in or not is a bit questionable. I think we, but have, I think to say, I think we have to say it's inevitable who'll get in. Why? It's our squad, let's pick. Why, why is he going in our team, in our squad? Okay, let's say there's five... Uh, if, we're, if we're saying it's our squad, then Harry Maguire doesn't get no. anywhere near Okay, it. let's say five centre-backs, right? Five centre... Four, five, whatever. Like, okay, let's rattle off some names. So, John Stones is injured, right? right? right he can't make it. Okay. However, you put Ben White in already. If not, he's going at centre-back. Yeah, you've got him in. He's at centre-half. Another right. name. Joe someone, someone that I have really rated for a long so time. Uh, Tamori. Yeah, Tomori goes for me. Tomori, one hundred percent goes. Mark Ahey. Does he make it in? He's on the. We put him down, but he's, he's on. Made, if someone he has, has to get made cut, some squads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if someone needs to get cut, I think. He's one name who I think goes in. I think he's having a good season with his new club. I go Connor Cody because I think whether he plays or not, he's valuable yeah. to the team and to the okay, morale and okay. everything. And there's another name with Everton who could get called up. Given the injuries and stuff, which is Tarkovsky, but I'm not 100 percent if whether he. Uh, I, I wouldn't put. I wouldn't put him down straight away. Just to paint the picture right now, right? We've got four centre backs that we've we've gone with: Ben White, Tamori, Mark Wehe, and Connor Cody. I think we need five. I think, yeah. I think that's a good because we play a back three sometimes. You need five just to have that that backup kind of thing. Um, Here's a bit of a rogue shout, and I I don't I don't think we're going to go with him. But someone that's having a good season outside of England. Chris Smalling's actually having a very good season. I, I, I think we've treated Chris Smalling incredibly harshly. Yeah. He, ever since he's left Man United, he's done incredibly well yeah. and he's not seen a single England cap since. He has shown weaknesses for Roma. In, in, oh, in of course. Times. And, and the Roma fans love him. There's a reason why they're calling him, what, is it uh, Small Dean? Yeah. I just don't know. I mean, it's, just, it's a rogue shout. One name. I, I think, I think Gwaihi is probably ahead of him. Okay. If we're not but I also say think that, Tyrone Mings is ahead of him. I think there's one name which I think in my England team, would get called up. Similar reasons for Ben White. Versatile. He's played at left-back, he's played at centre-back. Dan Byrne. I like that shout. Yeah, I do same. love that shout. Dan Byrne is quite I also don't know why I'm smoking about Joe Gomez. I think Joe Gomez has I think shown he some... He's had, against he's Manchester shown, City, he had a great game. But I think, aside from that game, he's been having a poor season. I just don't know if Dan Byrne's ready for that kind of quality. 
I, I think he, don't know. I think he's having a much better season than Joe Gomez, and I think it would be unfair to pick Joe Gomez on stature and then not pick Maguire because you favoured the big club there and you don't favour the big club there. You're right. We should be consistent. Pick on form. Dan Burns having a great I'm season. Going Dan Burns. I like that pick. I like it. Right. So let, let me remind you of the defence so far. We've got Luke Shaw at left back. He's our only dead dead on left back. <laughs> Dan Burns can go there, but I'm not too confident about that. Ben White, Tamori, Mark Wehi, Connor Cody and Dan Byrne are all making up the centre-halves, and then Trippier and Trent are the right-backs. That makes a total of eight defenders and brings um, a total to 11 out of the 26-man squad. I think let's keep that as a defence so far. Yeah, let's move on to the midfield. Uh, Let's get some certain names in there. Declan Rice, 100% goes. There's not a conversation. He's on the plane. Uh, Um, I'm writing it it before it's even said. Uh, I think due to the injuries and everything. Jude Bellingham gets... No. no, I think is Henderson is Henderson fit. I have no idea, but let's let's get the the main ones out of the way. Is Bellingham injured? Um, yeah, Jude Bellingham has Bellingham to make the fit. squad. He has to make the squad. Bellingham's fit. There's no way he st- he starts as well. Jude um, Bellingham starts. We'll get on so to starting, but Jude Bellingham's like starts. He's on the plane. He, he's been on the plane for about a year. Uh, moving on, we more attacking players. Uh, do we take Phil Foden as a midfielder or an attacker? Attacker. I, I think, think I think attacker. Okay. We don't really so, play for number ten. So, so yeah. then we'll go Mason Mount. Mason midfield. Mount is more of a midfielder in, in the England setup. Mason Mount definitely gets in for me as well. 100%. I think um, whether or not he's having an amazing season. I, I think I think, I think there's been. players ahead of Mason Mount in the ascendancy, and I'd like to mention one: James Madison. James Madison, you you've hit the nail on the head there. You've James you've Madison. been calling for his England call up for a while now. I think there's maybe two more names that you could suggest: maybe an extra DM, maybe an extra centre mid. What's, how's Calvin Phillips doing? Is he dead? Is he oh, I think he's complete. I, yeah. He's barely played the season as well, so I wouldn't pick him. I wouldn't pick him. It's frustrating. John Henderson, what about him? I uh, think Henderson... He's fit. I think he is fit. If he's and, fit, I think he does go. And for experience reasons, I think he, he I think John Henderson gets in for similar reasons that Connor Cody gets in, because yeah, it's sort of an experienced leader type character. He's, he's got trophies, you know, he's going to lead the side. It's, yeah, yeah, I think mean, he's important. I think Henderson gets another it. name is like James Ward-Prowse, but I don't think he's having too let's put him on the list. As amazing a season, but like you can put like an asterisk on him and we can drop him out for like a bonus pick at the end. Yeah, and similar to Mark Gahey, I think. James similar Ward-Prowse. to Mark Gahey. I, th- I think generally that's most of the midfield. I think complete. It's sh- is it a short midfield? We've got six midfielders, which brings our total to uh, seventeen players overall. Nine players Wait, left with the attack. Hang on, let me count. Yeah, we've got 17 overall, excluding Phil Foden. So let's add Phil Foden in, he's going, so that's 18. 18. We've got that's seven more players left. Yeah, that's very for, good. For the attack, and then probably some wildcard picks. Okay, Sterling? Sterling, 100%. Yes. Sterling, left wing or right wing? I, I th- he goes in on the left, he's played predominantly on the left wing. And I think... Sterling, Foden, Kane. Kane has to go. 100%. Kane has to go. 100%. Saka has to go. Yes, 100%. Um, I think... We need more players playing on the right. Now, you want Rashford going, but he doesn't really play on the right. I want to put a name out there, and that is Rashford. And I think Rashford will make the squad. So do I. I think he should. He's had a fantastic start to the season. Um, I mean, some games he's been a bit, like his finishing's been a little bit questionable, but he definitely makes the squad. I th- and I, I was going to na- make another bit of a rogue shout and say Sancho as well. But I think that would literally just be to add numbers. Yeah, and um, he's, had a, he's, had, he's not having a great season. But with Rashford, I think he offers us something different from the wide spaces. Yeah, as well, he can play wide. But if we need to bring him on up front as well, he, he will do a job. I think, but if we, here's the thing. I, I, I agree with the whole versatility aspect, I do. But I think there's better strikers than him. 
And that's why I think we need to call up some other players. And I'd call up Ivan Tony for me. Despite what's gone on in the press this week, which is absolutely appalling. It's like, the, you know, the press... What's happened there? I'm not aware. Um, the press have broken a story, which is a very old story, that he's being inspected for gambling on football. Oh. And it's a story from, like, way back when he wasn't even at Brentford. Mm. And they brought it back, and the FA are investigating it. And it's just like, it's typical press behaviour before World Cup. Yeah. Like, it's awful. Let's, let's just go on merit as well and, and talk about the strikers. He is next in nine. There's, there's yeah. not really anyone else. No, think. he's phenomenal. I think Ivan Tony is such... I've, I've said it since last season. He's such an underrated striker. And this season, people are seeing it. There's, there's another name that I think... There's two names in my head that we're really not... We haven't even spoken about. Jack Grealish. What happens mm. to him? He was such a big part of the Euros. <sighs> Does he get in the side? I think, I think Southgate will take him. I Southgate's really do. Southgate, Southgate will take him. Because Southgate is a man who has these fond memories of Ferguson in his head and go and go and picks based on that. I mean, the thing is, Jack Rich was the man who everyone was begging him to call up, and it took him ages to call him up originally. Now, you know what? This is our squad. For me, Jack Grealish shouldn't be there. For me, Neither. Jack Rich isn't on the plan. Right, Grealish doesn't go there. Madison takes his spot. There's another, there is another name uh, that I'm thinking of, Tammy Abraham. That's what I was going to say. Um, and I think as, in terms of getting, I think two or three strikers is fine for the squad, so I do think Tammy Abraham goes. I think he's the, th the third choice striker at the minute. I think we need more options on the right-hand side, because realistically, Saka is the only one who plays predominantly. Abraham's only scored on two goals in 13 games since every other season. I mean, it, it I think, doesn't sound great. I'll be honest, instead of Abraham, there's a very good pick playing in the Premier League, and I think we should go, even though his injury record's not exactly amazing, I think we should go for Callum Wilson. I really like that. Good shout. Callum Wilson. I, I, th I think Callum Wilson overtakes Abraham, if I'm honest. Interesting. Yeah. Abraham's getting a lot of hype, but you've got to consider that factor of people looking at other leagues and going, he plays, he's English, he should get in the squad. But I, th I think as really well, got to be careful. the thing is, sure, he's doing it in another league, but we aren't playing like we do in Italy. We have a system which, because the amount of Premier League players in there, it's going to be that kind of football. Mm -hmm. We're not, you know, and that's why I think Callum Wilson gets in the also he's having a better season. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, far better. Callum Wilson, he's on six goals this season. You know, it's the, it's the same as. Uh, oh, I've just seen a massive player. We need to consider. Actually, is it? Is it who I'm thinking? It, yeah, that's it? who I was considering. Right. Okay, right. Let's let's decide on the striker then. The third option striker because Callum, we can't go with two strikers. Callum Wilson, I like that strike. So uh, Kane, Tony, Wilson. Those are our three strikers. I like that a lot. That's right. on the plane. Do you want to reveal our? our maybe uh, could he go right wing? He could go right. He wing, could go right wing. Yeah. He could go left wing. It's an equaliser. It's Harvey Barnes. Interesting. I'm not sure. Five think, goals this season. I think he's Foden. very unfortunate not been getting his call-ups recently. Mm -hmm. I think he's a very tidy player and, like Madison, despite Leicester's poor form at the start of the season, has been performing. Scored on the weekend. I think he's a very good player. He offers us something different. You know, he's not a purely creative winger. Like Rashford, he will attack. He will try and go for goals. Similar play style to that of Madison, I think. You know, maybe it's just to put the numbers up, but he's... if. If you're going to pick between him, Grealish and Sancho, I think you pick Barnes. A couple of players I think we also need to consider. Um, oh, I've just forgotten his name. <laughs> I looked at it and just ignored it. Um, Josh De Silva? No, 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 he was there. Right, Jared Bowen. What do you oh, think about that? That doesn't go for me. Jared Bowen does go. not go for me. Okay, right, I agree with that. I think <laughs> it was if it was based off last season, I'd, I'd actually want him in there. Yes. This season, however, not. Um, Eric Dyer, we haven't mentioned yet, and I don't want him on the plane. I don't like the man. Don't want him on the but, plane either. Um, for personal reasons, but uh, from a from a from a footballing standpoint, yeah, what, was, what do you think about it? From Gale? a footballing standpoint, I think uh, I think he will go in yeah. in in reality. It's okay. our squad though. Um, and if I have and the option, if, uh, you know what? If we have 
an extra space for a centre back, I, I don't see why I'd we pick can't him over, take him. I mean, I'd pick him over Maguire. Okay. To be honest, I think he goes ahead of Guayhi. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to go Dyer. Let's let's do a count before we add in Dyer, just because I don't want him to be in there. We. Just, <laughs> Okay, I think got, we definitely have some spots left. Right, hang on, let's see. Right, five, eight. If we have spots left, we could put it up to the viewers. I, I want to complete a squad. Same. And then they'll just be like, put in. Yeah, take out whoever you want. 25, perfect. We've got one 25. more man. One more man, man left. I think, do we just go for... I think you go for Eric Dyer. Just to shore up. Or do we go for a left back? Because we literally have one left back. But who? Is Carl Walker Peters fit? No. I don't know, it's crazy. <laughs> Jed Spence. Jacob Murphy. Like, the, the, I'm sorry, we have to, we're just going to have to put Dyer in. Tuit Mitchell. Yeah, just, oh, Tuit Mitchell. He's been called up, hasn't he? He has. Yeah. Um, I think we might have to go Tuit Mitchell. For depth reasons. You just don't want to go Dyer. Well, no, but I, I don't like the idea of having one natural left back going into the tournament. Dyer can't go into left back, mate. We call up Ashley do. Young. What about Mings as well? Mings has been a bit part, is he not? Just I'll just call up Dyer. You've mentioned yeah. Mings now. I'd actually go to Eric Mitchell over it. Over it. <laughs> okay, let's go to it, Mitchell. We've got players that do Eric Dyer's role. We We've need two left backs. Yeah. <laughs> go to it, Mitchell. Not, it's not it's nothing personal, but North London. It, I is, mean, something, it is something personal for you guys. It's not, it's not personal. I'm being completely honest. I, I'm happy to put Dyer in over Gahey, but I do think Mitchell is crucial because the idea of going into a tournament with one natural player I, in a position is a bit suicidal. I think Dyer goes in ahead of Gahey. Okay. Right, okay. I, will, I, will. I think I'll admit Gahey's not been as good as he was last season. I will um, If only Joachim Anson's English. Is that the squad? I think it is. Let me just do one more final oh, each count just to make sure. So we've got... I'll, I'll read through the list. So we've yeah. got the goalkeepers are Pickford, Aaron Ramsdale, Nick Pope. Left back, we've got Luke Shaw, Tyrick Mitchell. Centre backs, Ben White, Tamori, Eric Dyer, Connor Cody and Dan Byrne. Like we that. Now. Ten. I like that. Right back, Trippier and Trent. Like that. Midfield, Declan Rice, Jude Bellingham, Mason Mount. James Madison, Jordan Henderson, and James Ward-Prowse. What are we 18. now? 18. Then we've got a left wing, or across the attack. <laughs> Phil Foden, yeah. Sterling, Rashford. What are we on now? 21. Kane, Ivan Tony, Callum Wilson, Saka, and Barnes. then That's it. 26. Love that. 26. Well done, boys. Squad. I think we've got to have a graphic on screen. That 26, is... man. We've done it. That is our 26-man squad. What do you think? Is Shall it... we swap and change some people? Are we missing some people? And, it, you know, and is it good enough to win the World Cup? So, moving on from our England squad discussion, uh, it's time for our debate of the episode. And today's debate is who is the best English manager of all time. They don't have to have managed England as long as they were an English manager. Person. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to go British because the natural correct answer to that question is... George Graham. George Graham. No, Sir Alex Ferguson. Um, so we're doing best English manager of all time. And you know what? I'm going to start. I am going to start. I'm really uh, about you, Nicky, my, my guy. <laughs> my pick is Brian Clough. Actually, that's an amazing uh, A very big shout um, for two reasons in particular. Um, firstly, took over at Derby in the second division and managed to get them out of the second division into the first division and win them a title in 1972. Then, obviously, the main one, uh, managed Nottingham Forest. They were in the second division as well when he took charge uh, and stuck in the second division. 
managed to climb their way out of the second division, won them the uh, first division title in 1978, uh, and then obviously two consecutive European titles in 1979 and 1980. Uh, didn't manage England. Uh, arguably one of the biggest names to miss out on the England job, I think, anyway. Mm. Um, yeah. Could have been an unbelievable England manager, um, but obviously had his issues with the FA. Uh, but overall, in terms of an English manager, I don't think it gets much bigger than those two consecutive European titles that Nottingham Forest fans still go on about to this day. Even when they're final down at the Emirates. Over and over and over again, singing, what, what is it? Yeah, you know. Where's, where's your European title or whatever? Where's your Champions League? All that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so my pick is the great Brian Clough. That is, that is a honest, that, fair pick. Mm, that's going to be hard to argue with once again. He's, he's one of the most, you know, well, you know, like, you know, achieved yeah. English managers. You know, everyone yeah. agrees he's you a know. pretty. You know. Everyone rates him. <laughs> you know. I'm going with Alfred Ramsey. I'm not going to pick your pick. I know what it is already, really, because I just think you'd kick off. I didn't want um, him to nick actually, it. Actually, I didn't want him to nick it. It'd be better for the content, wouldn't it? No. God damn <laughs> man. So no. I'm going to. No, <laughs> I'm going with Alfred Ramsey because I think he's just the next logical pick from your two. Um, yeah, I mean. He's England's only ever World Cup winner. He's won the league as well. It's not a bad shout whatsoever. I think the World Cup really, he does contest with Brian Clough. I think, uh, Clough, is it Clough? Clough. Clough. Um, I think he definitely is up there. It's just whether that competes with the, the much vaster array of trophies that your pick won. Um, but yeah, Aaron Ramsey for me. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Ramsey. Ramsey. <laughs> so he's always on my mind. Alf Ramsey for me. So Alf Ramsey, yeah. I mean, it's fair. He, he won us uh, the World Cup. Won the League of Ipswich as well, which may I add was uh, the league uh, after Tottenham won it. So he actually is a manager which has won the league more recently than Tottenham. May mm. I remind you, he passed away before the turn of the century. Uh, but moving on, my pick, uh, which I stopped you from getting, is one of the most you know successful English managers of all time, abroad and in England. It's Sir Bobby Robson. I just think he's an icon of the game. He revolutionised the sport in, in like. In, going over and learning his trade in Spain, in the Netherlands, and I think he's an amazing manager. Managed England as well, got us to a quarter-final and a semi-final in Italia 90, you know, Gazza's tears and all of that. Really got us as far as we could go with that squad. It was really unfortunate going on penalties. And, you know, won the league twice in, with Porto, won, and won the cup twice with Porto, won the league twice with uh, PSV. PSV, won the cup twice with PSV. Won the cup once with PSV. Oh, cup once, sorry. I, I, the Porto one distracted me. Didn't win the league with Barcelona, but he won the cup. And working in that country, working in that kind of setup, you know, just before everything got really insane, he's still an incredible manager. Won the UEFA Cup with Ipswich, which you know I know an Ipswich fan. You know he holds that as the best thing in their club's history. That that you know again, like Forest, <laughs> he all mentioned to me they're more successful in Europe than my club Arsenal. I can't do anything about that fact. It's just true. Um, but he's an amazing manager, you know, obviously also went with Newcastle, didn't win anything there, but, you know, <laughs> managed some great players in his time. I think he's just a well-renowned manager and he's an amazingly successful. And after your pick, I'll mention who my second pick was, who I originally was considering, but I think Bobby Robson is, is it. Now we can discuss what, what we think of our three. We, we've picked three unbelievable managers here. So. They're all... 
well within their rights it's very in difficult. this conversation. It's very difficult. And it, it's funny because, you know, if Gareth Southgate won the Euros, and uh, if Gareth, Gareth Southgate won the Euros last summer, he's in this debate. He just is. Yeah, he, 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 he genuinely is. is. He doesn't, he gets nowhere near he is a Brian pe- He is a penalty shooter away oh. from being in this debate, and that's a fact. He gets nowhere, However, he gets nowhere near Robson or Clough in terms of managerial Also, also his, his club... Uh, managerial career. Exactly. Ramsey's won, the, no. Ramsey's won a league title. But that shows how much how much esteem England gives you in terms of England management, mm-hmm. right? Because it's difficult. It, it really is, and the managers have shown that in the past. Whilst I actually would probably lay down the line with Alf Ramsey, and I would say your two are better than him um, in terms of management, yeah, I just I still think he's, he's well in the argument. He, oh, he really is. But yeah. I just think... To be the only Englishman to give us a title, yes, he has to be... It would be stupid to not even mention his name. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, no, I'm going to lay down on Ramsey. Okay, cool. Uh, so it's Brian Clough <laughs> and Bobby Robson. It's I a mean, very tough debate. They're very opposite personalities. Yeah. Clough's a bit more rugged, toys with the FA, and you can tell that's why one got the English job, one didn't. Yeah. Um, and Brian Clough, you know, he's just an amazing personality of his players, and he's just a fantastic. Like it's impossible not to love him as a football fan. Mm-hmm. But I'm imagining. If you're on the opponent team, you hate him. Oh but yeah, for sure. With Bobby Robson, he was just the opposite. Like the player, like he was like a dad to his players. He'd coach them. Like it's almost similar to like the Wenger approach. Bobby Robson, and he revolution. He's very likable. Very likable mm-hmm. man. And it's a shame, like they, you know, that he's not here with us anymore. But like, and same with Clough as well. But they're well, both proper, proper Englishmen who really, I think. Avoid the stereotype of, you know, when we say proper English football, get stuck in hard. I mean, Clough and Robson were in like the 80s, 90s when English football was just starting to improve and they were at the forefront of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say the the time they were managing, managing in, um, they really like played different football, you know. Um, and obviously uh, my pick is more renowned um, for his, his in England uh, career and obviously your pick is more of a global scale yeah when you go in with the global influence on football Bobby Robson takes it yeah that was oh, for sure it for sure when you look at the the trophy list when you compare Brian Clough and you compare Bobby Robson Brian mm. Clough wins it uh, undoubtedly I don't know what you think Isaac but I mean look at that he's won the league twice four league cups two champions leagues I think that outweighs Bobby Robson's I, th- I mean one thing I may add in Brian Robson which isn't a thing which you can say on paper but one of the most successful managers of all time, and possibly ahead of him, in, ahead of all these managers in the debate, is Jose Mourinho, who did he understudy yeah, did and understand. learn everything from? I think I think we need to come to a decision. Um, I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm, sure, I'm assuming you're going to stick with yours. Ashley, you get the deciding pick. Um, it's very tough. Right. It's a very I tough. Want, I don't want this to be a thing of like, oh, I'm not picking you, or I'm not picking. I'm, yeah. I'm picking oh, no, him no, no. to to, to yeah. get rid of your streak. However, I was just about to ask you the question, you know, if a manager can prove that he's done it in multiple different leagues, multiple different mm-hmm. styles and systems of football, yeah. does that mean he's a better manager, right? But the sheer dominance from, Bly- from Brian Clough, and he has won two Champions League, he knows how a foreign team's win. In a, in a row, in yes. a row. He's yes. the only, he, it's the only English team to do it in yeah. a row. It's a big thing, it's a big thing, and I think this is really tight, I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, no, I'm going to decide. I'm going to decide, and I'm going to go with Brian Clough. Cool. I have. I'm not, I really wanted yeah. to go with Bobby Robson just because I, I really admire what he's done um, in the different countries. But I just think two Champions Leagues not only proves that whilst you are mastering the English game, you can also outdo every, uh, everyone else in, in Europe. 
that just that just shows it, doesn't it? Also, to do it, the thing is, people talk about knockout tournaments, and they say, you know, you need a bit of luck in luck knockout tournaments. It's, it's unlike a league title. You know, it's not consistency. It's more like on your day. But to do it two years in a row shows it's not purely just luck. There is something there. There is more consistency there. And yeah, I, I, I'll happily lose on this one because I think they're both terrific managers. It's a, it was a tough, it was a very if I, tough if debate. If I could quickly say, when I misread the original prompt for this debate, I thought it was originally best England manager. And I thought, someone's going to say Alf Ramsey, so I won't say it. And I was going to mention Terry Venables. Because yeah. I thought, he only, ma- he only managed England for one tournament, only managed 23 games, he only lost one game. Which Sam Allardyce as well. Sam Allardyce. <laughs> well, that, that is the end of our debate. Uh, yeah, that's it. Um, our best English manager of all time is Brian Clark. <laughs> so it is time for the quiz. But before that, boys, the moment oh. you've been waiting for, it is Jordan's Fact of the Week. This was a, this is an interesting fact, I think. Obviously, last well, I bloody week... bloody hope so. We've been waiting all week for it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, last week was a creepy story of the week. And... I, I, I assume people enjoyed it, but uh, Jordan's fact of the week this week is: Did you know that Reading could theoretically, if they wanted to, play every game in their home kit? Why? Basically, uh, they are based in the Royal County of Berkshire, uh, and obviously, with their nickname, the Royals, they have quite a close connection to the royal family. Um, so it's sort of it's something that they don't enforce, obviously, but. Uh, and nobody's properly investigated it, but the the idea is theoretically, if they wanted to, because they are from the Royal County of Berkshire and they have those connections as the Royals, they could, if they wanted to, play every game in their home kit. What in force teams playing their away? Yes. Oh, if, if they wanted to, not gonna lie. Imagine. Not gonna lie. I kind of want them to just do yeah. one season in the championship. Absolutely, and I'll. You know, there's a word here. Something housery could be done here, and it would, and if they did that and won the league, I think it's the best moment. Well, uh, imagine final game of the season. They turn up to their rival, rivals, rivals and, and force them. Yeah, force them to. to <laughs> them it would be best. They don't even play in blue. They just make yeah. them do it anyway. <laughs> but there you go. They go to Charlton. <laughs> and that is Jordan's fact of the week this week. Let's move on for the quiz though, um, and this quiz is going to be. The three-round England quiz special. I've got three rounds for you, and there's so many points to pick up on uh, in in this in this quiz. It's going to be intense. So let's Five. start. Sorry, just wanted to cut that bit in case we have to edit. <laughs> so let's start with round one. Nice and simple. Who am I? Whoever gets in first. Uh, gets a point. Well, you're giving away the gender first, so that's a question I don't need to ask. Uh, so it's not Emma Hayes. So obviously, if you get in the first clue, you get three points. Second clue, two points. Last clue, one point. Don't and get this it. This is an England player. Zero points. Everything to do with this is England. Don't want to be in that someone. So it's not necessarily player, but England. Yes. Connected. Yes. So uh, buzzer noises. Bang, ding. Bang and ding, as always. That's quick. First player. I played for England's senior team between 1999 and 2014. Bang. Yes. David Beckham. Incorrect. Isaac, do you want to guess or do you want to move on to the next clue? Ding, Frank Lampard. Correct. He's, he's banged it. He has banged who it. Who was playing 99, but who probably left around 2014? 
in my head I was like, Gerard. I went, no, Gerard. I think played a little bit after 2014, but that was his last tournament. I think his last cap was a bit after the World Cup, but Lampard definitely, definitely left just before the World Cup. Oh, I think mate, he didn't okay. go. Isaac, three points on the board already. That's important. That's a crucial and one because I feel I feel like. If you get it early, it's good, because the second question, realistically, we're both going to be, like, ready. Yeah, well. Turn mm. man. It's all right. Moving on. OK, good. Uh, I'm intrigued because it's a new type of quiz. I like it. Uh, oh, second. Like second player. First clue. I am an England competition winner. Competition. Yeah. Uh, the way you describe Yeah. Do you I mean do you is mean it in like do you mean I've won a competition with England or do you mean I've won a competition with England? Ding probably more. Incorrect. Okay, bang. Mm -hmm. oh, sorry, I'm trying to wrap my brain around this. She said competition, which yeah. throwing me off. <laughs> I'm just gonna go bang Jeff Hurst. Incorrect. On to hint number two. I currently play my football in Manchester. Ding, Phil Foden. Incorrect. I go, I know. Bang! Yes. Jaden Sancho. Incorrect. I know what you're doing. Oh, yeah, 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 we've got <laughs> it. We, we've latched on to what he's doing. <laughs> the, final, the final clue. I scored in the, in the 90 in the Euro 2022 final. Bang! Yes. Luke Shaw. Wait, what? I Incorrect. What? I, I heard that wrong. Incorrect. I in scored the in the 90 minutes. In 90 minutes, I scored I in the Euro 2022 final. I thought you meant in the 90th minute. In normal time. Did no, no, he's had, he's had it enough. He's had it enough. If you think about it, Ding Benucci, but he didn't play. No, he said that. He said that now. No, but he said that. He said that. You you didn't listen to to what I said. Neither did I. You ready? Euro twenty twenty two final. Wait, you said the final. The Euro twenty twenty two final. The answer is Ella. Oh yeah. Oh, it's a woman's player. It's a woman's player. Oh, it's not. You said at the start. This man. I swear no, I you said this man. No, we go back. Oh, you my, my, my clues were... Obviously, it's Euro 2020. <laughs> my clues were, I'm an England competition winner, I play my football in Manchester, and I scored in the 90 in the Euro 2022 final. You're just a sneaky bastard, because neither of us got that. That makes <laughs> us look a bit sexist. <laughs> no, yeah, because... Phone us right under the bus. It's, it I remains free. I made the women's football joke at the start, because you said this man. Oh, well... Because I didn't expect you. There you go. Didn't it remains 3-0. Did he say this? He said this month for the first question. And I was like, oh, could have been Emma Hayes. <laughs> it remains 3 0. It remains 3 0. On to hint number three. Uh, person number three. First clue. I have been involved with England, but I've never played for them. I've got a weird <laughs> in my head. Wolf Zaha. Oh, no, no, he has Incorrect. I, I, I should have gone with the player originally in my head. Involved in England, but never played for them? Yeah. It was, there's something happened recently. I've got, I've got one. Okay. Bang. Please, please say this is right. Ivan Tony. Incorrect. <sighs> you should have paid for him, man. You should have been brought on. Yeah, that's what I was, I was thinking. You should have. Hint number two. 
I'm currently retired. Say the question again, the whole... Wait, wait say both, both hints. The first one was, I've been involved with England, but I've never played for them. And hint number two, I am currently retired. I feel like, so probably like a reserve player that never got a cap. And they're retired. Any guesses? Or shall we move on to the final? Like Baines or anything, the final hint. Nah, I think I don't think I can think. Move on. We'll move on to the final hint for one point. I have managed England to one of their most embarrassing defeats in recent years. Ding, Roy Hodgson. Correct, Roy Hodgson. Uh, so that makes it four 0 after round one to to Isaac. Fair play, mate. Fair play. I like how our most embarrassing defeat is just two one. <laughs> yeah, it's but, just the context which yeah. makes it awful. On to round two, though. This one is an interesting one. Guess the game based off the England squad. So I'm going to ra rattle through. Um, <laughs> this, is be, this is the kind of game where I'm either amazing or awful. Yeah, I'm going to rattle through the positions, giving you their club to play for, and then uh, and then I will give you the formation. Uh, this is the starting eleven. Yeah. Yeah, and then I will give you one chance to select a player that could help you and I will reveal uh, that player and who it is. Right, okay. And you have to guess which game that this was. Understand? Yeah, makes sense? I, th I think so. So, in goal, Everton. Okay, I think I know who this yeah, is. You can, you can buzz in at any time. Ding Pickford, is it Pickford? And, I mean, you have to guess, the game. guess oh, the game. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I mean, he's put an answer in though, no, no, isn't he? Really? Your, your next position. Uh, can, I, we, can we guess? After every player? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Next he, position. He this person played at centre-back. Uh, Manchester City. Another centre-back. Manchester City. Okay, I know what this is. Another centre-back. At the time, Leicester City. Uh, next. We're, we're going on to uh, wing-backs. Uh, uh, okay. He's touched on. Wing-backs. Tottenham. The other wing-back. Manchester United. Then, we have Liverpool. In the midfield. Bang. Yes. Can I put something out there. Um, can I go with the 2018 semi final against Croatia? Correct. Yes. Come on. Because Harry Maguire was at Leicester. <laughs> yeah. That was the to Leicester centre back. He started every single game that tournament. I was more waiting for another hint. In okay. case, because I could have, you could have given us something away in the midfield. If you said, if you said Chelsea in midfield, I would have then gone. Panama, because <laughs> if you were sneaky, yeah. <laughs> so if you so were sneaky, well, do I get as many points as how many players are left? So I get like five points. Uh, no, no, I'm just going to give you a point, but there, there is time to He's catch up. Trust me. To get his way in. The second, the second one. Uh, I'll, you know what? I'm going to give you the formation already. Uh, four, two, three, one for this one. For this next one, in goal, Manchester United. Then you have Manchester City, Chelsea. Arsenal and West Ham making up the back line. Then midfield two of two Manchester City players. Then <laughs> I'm, 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 I don't <laughs> know who the goalkeeper is. I don't. The Arsenal centre back. Then you ooh. have ooh, ooh. another Arsenal player in there. I think on the left. Is this thing? 
England's semi-final loss in 96 to West Germany. Incorrect. Then, you have Chelsea. Wait, where's this Chelsea guy? Where's the uh, Arsenal guy as well? He was at centre-back. You have an Arsenal centre-back and an Arsenal attacking midfielder. Uh, then you have uh, Chelsea on one side. Of the attack. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Manchester City on another. And then up front, you have a Manchester City player. In a 4-2-3-1. Any guesses? Oh, or do you want me to name a player? Think, like, can you name a player? You wanted to name a player? I think. Can I, can you I'm going to put a guess out there. Okay. Just why not? I'm struggling with the goalkeeper. It's really throwing me off because I just can't think of a main The goalkeeper goal I can think of, it's the defence that it doesn't work How with. How can you think of the goal? I don't understand what I'm missing. I can... so I'm going to... I'm gonna right, run... Can I just go... Yeah. Can I go 2010 World Cup opening game? Incorrect. Right. I'm going to reveal uh, a player. Unless, unless you have the answer right now. No. Um, there's two things. Arsenal centre-back. Nearly gives it away to me, and I think no, but he didn't play for Arsenal at the time. Right, let, let's let's give you some players. Let's I'll start naming some. White. Oh, okay. White. Is it Bang? Yeah. England's last game. No. You have Hemp. Ding! Is it um, England women's final team in the final against oh, Germany? Sh- that's correct. I realised it when I realised City striker went, City have never started a strike three. <laughs> oh. And then I realised goalkeeper Man United, and Joel Schwed, I could think of Mary Earps the entire time. <laughs> you threw yeah. me off with White. But here's the thing, you said, I you said could, White. You couldn't think of an English goalkeeper player who was Man United. Ben Foster. Ben Foster. That's, yeah. No, but that's who I was, I was thinking. I was thinking that's, of Ben Foster the yeah. entire time, and I was like, Costa Rica World Cup. Yeah, but, but Arsenal centre back. And also, I was thinking of. Um, uh, who's the centre back who was in, who's Arsenal West Ham who scored against Germany in the five one? The Richard whatever I forget his name. Well, that, that makes it five one. Well. But there is still plenty of time. There's one more of these, so we'll go through. In goal, Arsenal. Then you have Manchester United, Nottingham Forest, Arsenal, and Aston Villa making up the back line. Then you have Tottenham and Rangers. Then. Bang. Yes. Euro 96 semi final. No. Ding. Uh, semi final loss in Italian 90. No. Then you have Inter Milan, Liverpool uh, out wide. And then you have Blackburn and Tottenham finishing it off. I, th- I think you guys are on the right lines. You're Ding. on the right lines. England's opening game in 96. Incorrect. Uh, Euro 2000 got knocked out. No, I'll, I'll give you the the year is your it is Euro 96. I worked out because you said Blackburn. It is Euro she 96. Is so I was like, it has to be 96. Yes. Um, Euro 96, round 16. Incorrect. Yeah, you're missing you're missing a big game here. Ding, England Scotland. England Scotland. The right the the Gaza goal. Yeah, that's that's the team from from that and that what makes. What was it our first game? Uh, I think it was Switzerland. Yeah. It, didn't we draw? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, that makes the score 6-1. But, this could be the deciding oh, round. don't give the little... This is going to be the deciding it's round. It's worth seven points. No, no, no. <laughs> this last round is quick-fire questions. Oh, no, not this. There is 20 this. questions... That you have 30 seconds to answer as many as you can. You get a point 
for every question you get correct. That's exciting. Come on then, Isaac. So. Come on. That fucking hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting intense in the studio. Right. Who wants to go first? Should we do a rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first? Or to decide who wants to go first? Oh, I, th I don't think it's who wants to go first. I think whoever wins this has to go first. Okay. Wait, well, then how is this working? Why is one person so do, Because I'm doing 20 questions yeah. in 30 seconds for one of you, and then the other one oh, of you goes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we get to decide okay. who yeah. first. Right. On shoot? One round. Oh, so, so, for example, I go rock, paper, scissors, and then show. Yeah. Yeah. And is it best of three? No, just one. <laughs> oh. Oh. Isaac, do you want to go first? I'll go first. Isaac wants to go, go first. first. You always go first and penalty shoot out. You do, you do. You do, you've you got to go first. You've got to set Fair enough. Right. So this, this is going to be difficult because I'm going to... What's gonna the score so far, by the way? The current score is 6-1. Six 6-1. One. Six one. But obviously it can go But you might be Man United anyway. at the Etihad. You might pull two meaningless points back. So, you don't, I mean, you don't, have, to, you don't have to ding, you just answer the question. Yeah. If you don't know the answer, you pass. can pass. Yeah. And we'll just move on. So 30 seconds to answer 20. 30 seconds to answer 20 questions. A few just to get some points on the board. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Who is England's top goal scorer of all time? Oh, uh, Ray Rooney. Correct. Uh, what year did England win the World Cup? 1966. Correct. True or false, England made the final of the 2018 World Cup? False. Correct. Who is the most capped England player of all time? Uh, Wayne Rooney. Incorrect, Peter Shilton. Oh. What position did England finish in the 2018 World Cup? Uh, fourth. Correct. What is England's men's current uh, FIFA World Ranking? Uh, third. Incorrect. Fifth. What is the name of England's old stadium? Uh, Wembley, still. Wembley Correct. Stadium. What position is Harry Kane? Striker. Correct. And that is time. I'm not I don't I'm think I wasted many time much get, fun there. I'm not going to reveal that information. Because uh, then that, that gives you a target. It's, yeah, it's intense. You confused when you said old stadium. I was like, oh, I mean, Wembley. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the plan. <laughs> the old stadium's the same stadium. I, I think 30 seconds... I actually, could have called it old when, though. I think it's too short. To be honest, like, I think 30 seconds is probably too short. But you've done that now. But, yeah, you've, you've done it now. I, I have a figure in my head of how much I think I answered. So. Right, Ashley. You, you need a big score here oh, to, yeah. to pull he it back. He also has to answer that many. Yeah. And another, like... However many. He has to equal how many <coughs> I said and plus six, because he's five behind me. Here we go. Three, two, one... What is England's main stadium called? Wembley Stadium. Correct. What, how many times have England won the World Cup? Once. Correct. What item of clothing did, did Gareth, South, uh, Gareth Southgate Waste make? Uh, correct. What position was Gordon Banks? Centre-back. Incorrect. Goalkeeper. True or false? Sam Allardyce is the most successful England manager of all time. False. Incorrect. Not successful? He's got uh, the best win weight. It doesn't mean successful. <laughs> what is the name of England's training ground? I've forgotten. I've forgotten. Pass. Incorrect. Who was England's first game against? Uh, Germany. Incorrect. What is England women's current FIFA ranking? First. Incorrect. And that is time. Okay. St. St. George's Park. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Gordon Banks. Gordon Banks. Goalkeeper. goalkeeper. You've got what a save, save Gordon, Gordon Banks. Got some, got some yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Gordon Banks. But hang on, successful. That, that, that kind is of question is that. Who has the best yeah, I mean, which England manager has win rate? If you said that, but success <laughs> is up for debate. But it's Rams, but to be fair, I wouldn't have got it. So there you go. Ashley, you ended up with three, um, giving you a final I score think, can of I guess how much four. I think I got. I thought I got six or maybe seven. You got six, and that means the final score is Isaac 12, Ashley 4. It was a good, good little competition. I think next I like time... I liked the quiz. I liked the quiz. I, I liked it. I liked next time we do quick fire, I think I might make it 60 seconds. I think 30 seconds was a bit short. 
Maybe, um, maybe not 60, because then you get a lot of time to linger. I think maybe 40, 45. But considering there was 20 questions and we only wrapped through, like, yeah, yeah not that many of them. I, I, I mean, I answered six correctly, and I think there's one I got wrong. Uh, I also did have a bonus question in the unlikely event that it did, ended in a, uh, did end in a draw. How many goals did England score at Euro 2022? Any guesses? So the women's? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a lot. Incorrect. It's 22. It's a lot of 22 goals. goals scored. I mean, they won like what? Like, did they win like 6 0 in the in group yeah, stages? Yeah, it was so. insane. They, they scored a lot of goals. But that is the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed. It was a good episode. I've really enjoyed it anyway. I hope you did as well. Remember, of course, to go to all the socials and all that stuff. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed the episode and we will see you next time in a bit. Oh.